UTIs are the worst. I've been there. One year, I had eight UTIs. If you get UTIs, then you understand how awful the cycle can be. I was taking all the precautions. And cranberry products, they just never worked for me. I was desperate for a way to be proactive. It was hard on me and on my husband. It was tough to see her in pain, and I wanted to help. I'm Jenna. And I'm Spencer. With Spencer's background in biochemistry. And our shared frustration when it came to UTIs, we were inspired to start Eucora. At Eucora, we make innovative urinary tract supplements and UTI relief products. Our effective urinary tract supplements finally give you a way to be proactive. Feel like you've tried everything? We get it. We have a money-back guarantee so you can try risk-free. If you're not happy, you'll get a full refund. We're on a mission to help women get their lives back. Ready to join them? Go to Eucora.com today. Eucora.com. This is the Bernie and Sid Show, 746 on 77 WABC. Frank Moreno here with uh, our president, Chad Lopez, and uh, Curtis Lewa. We are uh, remembering and discussing the, the life and legacy of Bernard McGurk. We're going to do a full tribute uh, to Bernie on Tuesday as a radio station. Uh, Bernie bravely fighting prostate cancer for uh, this entire year. And uh, you'd never know it for uh, how focused he was on the air, how funny he was at times, how insightful at other times. Uh, but, Curtis, you better than anybody know the importance of making sure people deal with prostate cancer awareness and prevention. This could be a learning lesson for a lot of men out there. Absolutely. Uh, l- let me just make uh, everyone very clear on this. Bernie McGurk knew he was in trouble. And he came in and he sat with me in the studio. He closed the door. And I knew what it was. I could see he was gaunt. Uh, he was... Uh, he was looking the same way I did when I was diagnosed with stage four prostate cancer, except he had waited too long. And he described to me some of the symptoms. And since I become very expert on this, having dealt with men with prostate cancer or the fear of prostate cancer, I knew it probably had metastasized. And then Bernie uh, went for the biopsy. It didn't work out as he had hoped. And then, boy, he had a struggle. He had to have the chemotherapy to stop the spread of cancer. And understand this. While all of that was going on, he had an appendicitis attack. Mm. His appendix exploded. I went through that when I was a child. That normally kills people. That normally kills people. So he had to survive that. And then the inset of pneumonia, which destroys your immune system. And yet he continued to fight on. But men out there, and especially wives, girlfriends, family members, I was stubborn. Uh, Bernard was stubborn. Men are stubborn. They don't want to discuss prostate cancer. They don't want to go for a simple blood test. All it is, a little prick of the finger, you get a blood test, PSA. It saves lives before the cancer spreads and metastasizes, and then it's... It's the battle for your life. Like you, uh, Bernie had to deal with a, a very 
private illness, which a lot of people don't want to talk about with even some of their loved ones. He had to deal with it very publicly with the whole world. I have to think that was very challenging. Another guy that knows what it's like to deal with prostate cancer on a world stage is uh, former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani, our colleague, who you can hear every afternoon at uh, 3 p.m., uh, who's joining us now. Mr. Mayor, thanks so much for joining us. Wish it were under better circumstances. I, I wish it was uh, to uh, Curtis and Frank. I mean, uh, um, I heard about it last night, and I haven't been able to really sleep. And uh, I knew Bernie forever when he was with Imus, and oh gosh, going way back. And uh, it's a great loss. I mean, the man was a, the man was an exceptional human being, a brilliant man, a funny man, a nice man, a good man. It's, I mean, I can say everything about him, everything. And um, just one of the great brains that existed, just as a brain. Uh, and you're right, uh, Curtis, you know, uh, here, here we are, you, you know, you're saying the same things that, you, that was said 21 years ago when I had prostate cancer, if men would only go get the PSA test, you know, I keep telling, I keep telling my, my doctor, um, uh, Dr. Kirschenbaum, Alexander Kirschenbaum is, I think one of the greatest doctors in the world. He's a great psychiatrist as well as a great surgeon. And he, he has a wonderful capacity of getting men to deal with prostate cancer. Uh, even even uh, I, I send people to Alex, even if they have other doctors, just to have him spend an hour with them, sort of straightening their heads out about it. But you're absolutely right. We grow up with all kinds of weird ideas. I don't know what they are. All kinds of weird ideas about prostate cancer. And we don't want to go for the test. We're afraid of the digital rectal exam. Uh, it's like we're five-year-olds. Also, Rudy, Rudy, men are terrified that they're going to become impotent, incontinent, like a eunuch, unable to function. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, but, you, you know, you, you won't be able to be with your wife anymore. You won't be able to be with women anymore. Uh, you'll be like a baby, uh, all, all kinds of weird stuff. And then they also have this thing about cancer in general, which is, I don't want to know. I'm not going to go check. If I if I don't check, I'm not going to have it. Uh, and the, and it's just the opposite. Cancer is I'm not going to say a curable disease if you catch it early, but percentage wise, it's getting there. In other words, I might be off a little bit of seventy sixty percent of the cancer you're going to cure if you get it early. And and prostate cancer and breast cancer, for example, are two of them. So I was lucky. I got it. I was twenty one years ago. My father wasn't. My father had it like like um, like Bernie did. My father got it, and it was metastasized, and he he lasted for like four years with it, which was almost a, maybe five. It was a miracle, but uh, it was it was a painful. It was a painful death and a difficult one. And, and, and May, the, the thing that I think it's important to emphasize for a lot of fellows listening to you and Curtis talk about the importance of PSA tests and um, regular preventive health is that uh, some people think if they work out, if they eat right, if, that if they're in great shape, that they're not going to have to worry about this. Bernie was in phenomenal shape. He worked out all the time. He ran. He ate right. Uh, prostate cancer is one of those things that I think, as far as I can tell, is completely... I remember, I remember when I first went to Alex, I said, Alex, should I give up uh, having cigars? He said, you probably should give up having cigars, but cigars don't give you prostate cancer. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? 
uh, you can you can uh, be uh, smoke free all your life, and it's not going to help you with prostate cancer. I mean, it'll help you with a lot of other things. And I mean, it's a very uh, it's a it's a probably somewhat genetic genetic disease. So any man whose father or grandfather had prostate cancer has a fifty percent chance, greater chance of getting it. Not a hundred percent. A lot of kids that fathers have it don't, but it is fifty percent. So if you if you you got a male in your family that had prostate cancer, like my son Andrew, for example, uh, you start getting tested. I they like to say at forty or something. Or 50, I think you start getting tested at thirty five and get used to it. It's only a blood test. Gosh, you get it anyway for for other. Anytime you're sick, they take blood out of you. I mean, and it's, a, it's just a prick of the finger. And the other thing is we fail to realize that Bernie grew up in the shadow of that because Imus himself was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Thank God his wife, Deidre, yeah, yep. was into holistic, homeopathic with him. Yep. right treatment, and she guided him through. So Bernie was part of that, and yet still, this is the way men are. They don't want to discuss it. They, they're in denial, and I remember being in that room, Mr. Mayor, with Bernie, and I knew it was too late. It was too. He described symptoms to me that I said, oh, my God, yeah, 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 it's metastasis. Yeah. But he fought it. He fought it. And imagine, in addition, an appendicitis attack. His appendix exploded. Well, that hurt him, too, you know. Uh, uh, you, you, there are men uh, nowadays... So I want to say to men who even have metastasized prostate cancer, they can do stuff for you now they couldn't have done years ago. But again, it's like, you know, it's like the COVID thing. If your immune system is compromised, everything starts to become very dangerous. Yes. Because it, it, think of it, you have only a certain amount of capacity in your immune system. If you're using it for one thing, great, you'll probably fight it. If you use it for two things, you're only half as effective. If you're using it for three things, one of them may kill you. So, uh, yeah, it, it does have to do a little bit with your general state of what's going on with your body. But it, it, it doesn't take away from the fact that we can knock the hell out of this disease, Ben can, if you just go get tested uh, every 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 year. That's really what it takes. Well, you know, you it, know, it, Mr. Man, it is a slow moving. It is a slow moving disease. So it's not one of those diseases. Let's say you're a 55 year old man. You go this year, you don't have it. If you get it within a year, two years, you're going to cure it. It's not one of those cancers that moves. It moves slowly, so you do have a little opportunity. But don't get lazy because of that. Well, now, Mr. Mayor, I remember WABC TV every year had a prostate cancer run in Central Park. Magnificent. I mean, hundreds, thousands of people showed up. I know. I was there with you. And they stopped. There's no prostate cancer run any longer. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'll tell you, it's really weird. We did. I used to do like for about 15, 20 years. I used to. I used to do. I used to do a thing with Michael Milken, of all people, right? Of course, I put Michael Milken in jail, right? Yes. We became friends over prostate cancer. We got together after I got it, and uh, I actually had him to Gracie Mansion. I was the mayor. We spent the entire afternoon going over our differences. Over the case, uh, we shook hands and we said, you know, you, you and I can do a lot of money raising money for prostate cancer together. And we did. And we did it for about 12, 15 years uh, with um, with Night to Remember. And 
a lot of that emphasis has gone has gone. Marvin Shankin of uh, Cigar Aficionado led the way. Must have raised twenty million for prostate cancer, not just with me and but with all of the people that are part of Cigar Aficionado. And that has that has that's been gone now about five six years and. Well, there's so I, many of them. You're right. There's you so what, many efforts. Rudy, Rudy, what we should do, along with obviously John and Margot Katsimatidis, Chad, and the staff here at WABC, is maybe restart the prostate cancer run once a year for awareness in I Bernard like McGregor's name. I sure as heck, I sure as heck be, 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 be part of that and uh, see if I can get a lot of those people, you know, that used to be supportive of the Milken thing uh, involved in it. Yeah, and, we, um, we have to because uh, Bernie is the classic example. No one brighter, mm. nobody more intelligent, nobody more well-read. He certainly knew about it. In having, great shape. Right, but having gone through it with Imus, who, who suffered with it for a while, and yet still would not get tested, refused. That was the way I was. I'm sure, Mr. Mayor, you had your struggles. Joe Torrey had his struggles at that time, Yankee manager. Uh, Guy Molinari had his struggles, the borough president of Staten Island. You go through it, boy, I'll tell you. And, and, and there are a lot of, there are guys in politics uh, that I know had it and they won't tell anybody. No. Not in fact, I mean, doctors. I, I, once I got it, I became like for a while, like a, uh, a calling uh, service. Yes. Uh, uh, and I, people would call me, uh, including, you can't believe some Democrats who are, I would consider enemies. <laughs> they call me and ask me for advice. And a few of them, it's confidential. They, you know, they never have never told anybody. Yeah. It's still embarrassed. Well, let's do this, uh, Rudy, Mr. Mayor, uh, Chad. Let's, in honor of Bernard McGurk, work towards reviving that run. The WABC TV used to have it was magnificent. I don't know. They discontinued it in Bernard's memory, but to heighten the awareness. Because imagine, 21 years after Rudy had it, Joe Torrey at the same time, you would have thought the word would have gotten out. Still, men I mean, Joe, Joe got me through it. Joe yes. got it a year before me. And, yes. I, was, and I was very uh, empathetic. We spent a lot of time together. You know, I, I didn't yes. know much about it at the time, except my dad died of it. So I always thought of prostate cancer. I started. I started to go to night to remember before I got it to help other people. Well, Rudy, I guess I, I. I guess I knew I was going to get it because of my dad. Yeah, well, you know, Rudy, at least it, I felt it, like I was. In honor of Bernard McGurk, we got to do this. Yes, I just got a, a text from John and Margot. They will absolutely will be. Oh, I know. We will get behind that. We will get behind that. We could have promised it for them, not even tell them, exactly. and, and tell them later. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you know how they are. Thank you, Rudy, Man, for thanks. sharing that. All right. God bless, God bless him. A great man. Absolutely. Thank you, Rudy. All As right. we continue our commemoration, uh, the passing of Bernard McGurk, but we're not just talking about his greatness. Uh, coming up, Sid Rosenberg will be joining us, who, like everyone else, traumatized when he heard uh, about the passing of his uh, great partner, Bernard McGurk, last night. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com.